Welcome to the Woke and Worthy podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach, healer, and spiritual junkie. My mission is to empower and support entrepreneurs just like you to build a legacy, not just a business. The life of an entrepreneur isn't always an easy one, which is why my goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. From the breakdowns to the breakthroughs, I don't spare any details on this roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, energetics, and the strategies that you need to grow your business to over six figures. Let's dive in. Hello, Woke and Worthy fam, and welcome back. Today, we're talking all about structure and how I structure my week and my days as a six-figure entrepreneur. So this one's going to be short and sweet. To be completely honest, I'm kind of digging these shorter episodes because we know I'm a chatty Kathy and have the gift of gab. So anytime that I can condense anything and make it as bite-sized and as informational and uh, digestible, there we go, for you as possible, the better. So I really want to just take you kind of behind the scenes and show you what it really looks like week in, week out, day to day in my business. Because I think too often, well, personally, when I first started my business, I asked a lot of the how questions. How do I structure, like the how and what? How do I structure my weeks? What do I do in a day? What are all the things that I should be doing? Because I found that I was in a place where I was doing a lot of busy work, I felt like I was working a lot, I was taking a lot of action, but I was still ending ending the day feeling like I had nothing to show for myself. And I would go on what felt like 20 million different tangents throughout the day and I would start one project and get sidetracked and do another project. Or I would start a project and maybe lose focus or not feel as I don't want to use the word inspired, but where, and I don't even know if it was resistance either, but for example, if I was writing copy for my website or for a sales page, same freaking thing, or trying to create a new offer or something like that, right? And you get into it and you're all excited to create it. And then the moment that you sit down to write it and it's just, you can't feel like you're coming up with anything witty or anything that sounds like you would want to buy it let let alone somebody else and so I feel like I did a lot of that in the first little bit was that I just jumped around doing a whole lot of things so I was productive in a lot of different areas but never actually moving the needle forward in my business or getting actually checking things off my to-do to-do list to-do list there we go we can speak properly of course we can so it just got really frustrating and I actually think that was one of the things that attributed to my burnout was just the fact that I did feel like I was doing so much and I didn't feel like I had a huge return on investment and I felt like I was always working while at the same time feeling like I was in the same place in in my business and in projects 
day after day, week after week, month after month. So you can only continue doing that for so long before you need a freaking break. You need to stop and you need to reorganize and reevaluate. Okay, what's actually working? What's actually moving the needle forward? What's actually a priority right now versus things that can wait? Because I feel like lots of the times too, we end up prioritizing tasks or the things in our business that feel fun and easy to do that we don't necessarily need to be doing. Like how many hours do you spend wasting in in Canva or trying to make pretty Pinterest pins or redoing your logo or your website a million times when nobody buys anything from your website. Like if you're actually being honest with yourself and tracking where the majority of your clients come from, are any of those coming through your website? But here you are, instead of creating more content, focusing on creating more messages on really nailing down your own messaging, your own brand voice and how you stand out, you're going to fumble around on your website because in order to have a real business, you have to have a website, right? Or so we've been taught. There's so many things that we tell ourselves as entrepreneurs that are absolutely not true, right? So today here, we're talking again, like I said, how I structure my week as a six-figure entrepreneur, how I structure my day as well too. So first, I kind of just want to get into the structure of my day and then we'll move through this as well too. And if this if this gives you any inspiration to kind of take ideas from what I do, then obviously you have my full permission to take and utilize any the, any of this that feels good to you. The kind of disclaimer I want to put out here is that again, how I'm how I'm marketing this podcast episode again is how I structure my my week as a six-figure entrepreneur so we can sometimes think oh well if that's the way she structures her week and she has she makes six figures well then I might I must just have to follow that same routine and I'll get to six figures right again speaking from like something that I would have heard when I I was in the first few years in business and in my business and that's where I want to like I said make that disclaimer like whatever anything in, in here that I say to you that feels good to you it feels exciting it feels expansive it feels activating it feels like something that feels exciting for you to try on try it on if any of this you get that gut feeling you're like oh no that sounds horrible I never want to do that but I mean, she does it and clearly it's working for her because she's made six figures. So if it's working for her, then it must work for me. So even though I hate everything she's saying, I'm just going to try it, right? How many times do we end up doing that in our businesses only to resent everything that we did, feel like we want to throw it in the garbage and start from scratch all over, right? So please use your own like lens of self-awareness to like really decipher and dissect what feels good to you and what doesn't, okay? So the very first thing that I do is I honestly, I simplify as much as possible and I really go back to the basics. Like quite honestly, there's really only three things that we need to do in our businesses in order to grow them to six, even multi-six. Like I'm not at seven figures yet, but all of the entrepreneurs that I've learned from that are seven figure earners, even this simplify as much as possible. And the three things that we need to do, we need to create content, we need to talk about our offers, and we need to engage and build a community, right? That's it. That's how simple it is. And quite honestly, 
the the connection in the community, you'll have lots of those people coming to you. So really the two things you need to do, have offers and talk about them. Yes, you need to sell if you want to have a business. So really with that, that's all I focus on, right? That is all I focus on on a weekly basis. I don't focus, I don't, I don't run ads. I don't do much with my website. I don't really do next to nothing with Pinterest. Like I focus on right now, Instagram is really the only platform that I'm really, really focusing on. TikTok I'm getting more into and I would love to be, um, just find a way to streamline my Facebook group as well too. And I think too often we have our hands in too many pots. Pots? Yeah. I don't even know if that's the right analogy. Please tell me what it is. Message me on Instagram. But we have our hands in too many things, which is where it can feel like our energy is so drained. And think about it because you're trying to stay on top of five to six to seven different things, it's gonna feel like a lot to handle on yourself. So get really, really focused on where you feel the most excited to show up and go all in on that platform. And once it feels like second nature to show up there, like it does for me on Instagram, then add something else in. Because the problem is, is that you're div- you're dividing your attention between across too many platforms, doing too many things that you're not actually giving your 100% to all of those things. Again, if you're in five different platforms, you're giving 20% to each of those. You're only getting 20% of you in each of those versus going 100% all in on one. Like I said, master it and you add another one in. Well, you can also give 100% to you in both because you've already created a great foundation and a great system that allows you then to branch off into other into other adventures, platforms, experiences, right? You know what I mean? So one thing that I I have found has been really, really helpful. And I actually just switched to doing this uh, within this last year or so is that I focus on me very, very first thing in the morning. And I've done this for quite a while. It's been longer than a year as I say that. But before what I would do is that I would I would wake up, I'd pull a card, I'd cleanse and clear my energy with sage. I would meditate, I'd read or I'd journal. So it'd, it'd really be that core foundation of what I would do there. And the one thing that I started adding into my mornings in the last, again, like I said, basically since the beginning of the year is getting my workout in. Now, to be honest, I absolutely prefer working out at night. So I bet you're going to ask me, well, Jess, why in the hell do you work out in the morning then? Reason why I do this is because I would then spend the rest of my day worrying about when I would get my workout in or if I happen to get into a workflow or whatever the case may be and I worked a little bit later then I'd end up doing my workout pretty late workout would be done late I'd end up eating supper and the moment that I was done eating supper I would clean up everything from supper wash the dishes put things away and it would basically basically be time for bed because that's another thing too I'm on a very strict bedtime schedule like I legit start getting ready for bed at nine because I have a whole routine at the end of the night I don't look at my phone basically after 9 p.m. to allow myself time to like really really start settling in for the night I like to have a nice slow evening to ease into bed so I wash up I do my skincare routine I come up to my room or like I go to my altar and I'll meditate for a bit again I cleanse my energy I'll maybe do a card pull whatever the case may be and then we all know that I'm a book bookworm so I'll go and read for anywhere from 
20 minutes to 40 to, to an hour to be completely honest and then another thing that I've really been loving doing for the past few months here yeah it's probably been for like two or three months is I'll do a nighttime um, money mindset hypnosis before I go to bed and so often what happens for me is I am the lightest sleeper in the entire world like I kid you not I sleep with earplugs I like I'm so sensitive to sleep we'll, we'll just put it at that you guys don't need the story right now that that's a story for another time um, so I'm super sensitive to sound so I don't have the luxury of being able to listen to a hypnosis and pass out right away as soon as the hypnosis is over I kind of wake up a little bit even though I'm already in that whatever state that is it's not is it theta I don't know theta is that wrong somebody correct me on that too please um, and so then once the hypnosis is done, I'll pop my earplugs in, I'll put my sleeping mask in, and then I'll fall, to, fall asleep shortly after that as well too. So when you take into consideration that ugh, the hypnosis is anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes and I like to be sleeping before 11 because I get up at usually 6.45 and again, I'm a princess and I know that I need at least eight-ish hours to function like a normal human being, the nine o'clock bedtime makes sense, right? So... um where did we start with this whole tangent that I went on? Oh, yes, exactly. So why I moved my workouts into the, up until the morning is so that I actually have my evening to me. I have my morning to me where it's really a focusing on more of the mindset, my own physical body as well too, not worrying about that. But then at the evening, I have time to decompress. I have time to spend it with my husband because that was one thing I was finding as well too. Well, when I stop working and then I go work out, I basically would just see him to eat supper and go to bed. And something for me, like one of my love languages, yes, is, uh, oh my God, what's the time? Why can't I think of what that's called either? Hold on a second. I'm going to stop this so I can figure out what that is. Okay, we're back. <laughs> And it's called quality time. Yes, absolutely. So I found I wasn't getting a lot of quality time with him. So now when I finish my day at five or six or whatever the case may be, then I have three or four hours to, again, spend some more time for me. So whether I spend time working on a course or all color or we'll go for a bike ride or for a walk or just doing something, right? I actually, it's that work-life balance. I, there's actually a break between it. So that's what I love. Again. It's like an entire morning devoted to me and I absolutely love it. The next thing that I switched doing is that I personally don't do routines. As I was saying, sorry, had to pause it for a Hank who was barking. Um, I personally don't do routines. I, I'm all about rituals though and why I don't like routines for me personally is because I found that I was ending up doing things just to get them done to check them off the list but there really wasn't any intention to it and I wasn't I I, I didn't know why I was doing it but also there was no, again, there was no intention behind doing it and it was just to check it off a list. So what's the point of doing it if, if the intention isn't there behind it? And what I mean by this is we see so many like six-figure routines or routines of successful entrepreneurs and blah, blah, blah. And so it's the whole, well, read 10 minutes a day and meditate and, or <laughs> read 10 pages a day, meditate, journal, move your body, drink water, 
stand upside down in the shower, right? Just kidding about that one. But do you know what I mean? And I recognize that, again, when I said I, I wasn't being super intentional is I would sit down in front of my journal and I wouldn't really have anything to write or my body and my mind and my soul was just calling for me to do something else, but I ignored all those cues. And so why I love doing rituals is because I do exactly that. I tune into myself and I really ask myself, okay, what do I need today? And for example, it was just, um, just yesterday, actually, I woke up and Wednesdays were my, my off days from the gym. I'll usually do a run in the evening. And when I woke up, I was, I was going to have a nice slow morning in bed, read my book. And I found like, as I was reading my book, my mind was racing a lot and it really was already trying to pull me into my day. And I was just feeling super, super restless. So what I actually ended up doing is getting out of bed, pretty like kind of fairly early and I drove into town to get a coffee. This is not something I do. I have a coffee machine at here. Why would I drive for 20 minutes to get a coffee? Because I wanted the drive to just calm my mind, which is weird for me because I quite honestly, I hate driving. So the fact that I was getting this pull to just go take a drive. So I did. I took a drive I didn't have any music or anything on and it actually calmed me down because I was just looking at the landscape and I was taking everything in. And to be completely honest, that's what I love about tuning in asking, what do I need right now? Because if I was so focused on, oh, well, I just have to get all these things done before for me to be accomplished before I start my day, I would have came into the day feeling already a little bit anxious and a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit like my thoughts were running and I couldn't really control them. So that's what I love to do is just saying like, okay, well, what do I need right now? And I mean, from the terms of workout for me is the non-negotiable Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. But then when I come back home, then it's a matter of, okay, what do I want to do? Is that, do I want to read? Do I want to meditate? Do I want to do like a guided visualization? Do I want to write in my journal? Do I maybe want to let the dogs outside and I'll go walk around with my feet in the feet in the grass, right? Just really what will be the most nourishing, the most grounding, the most calming for myself right now? And I think that is one of the most productive questions that you can ever learn to ask yourself. Because I think so often we do what we think we need to, not what it is that our body wants to. And that changes everything, okay? So then, after all that nonsense, not nonsense, I absolutely love it, then this is where I start to focus on on work. And my workday is typically from, it depends, anywhere from, I'll start anywhere from 10 till sometimes noon, I would say 11 o'clock is when I mostly start. And I'll end my day around 5 or 6 o'clock depending on if I have other calls. And then I will also take a little break in the afternoon, obviously to have lunch, to just like get off the screen and get off the computer and everything like that. So that's basically what my day looks like. And then what I like to do is I split up my days throughout the week to have different focuses because what I found is that it was hard to wear all of these different hats on different days and constantly switching. Whereas when you can be in sort of one frame of mind, and one almost task for the day, it allows it to just be very like way easier. And so what I mean by that is that I usually don't have, no, not usually. Yeah, I almost usually don't have 
calls or like client calls on content days and vice versa because it's just you're in a completely different mindset mind frame when you're doing that and so if I'm in my element of creating I just want to be able to like especially if you're in a creative flow there's nothing worse than saying holy shit I'm on a roll everything's flowing through me I am a master with my words and this is incredible and I'm writing the best content of my life and oh shit I need to be on a call in two minutes but I have all these other things coming through me right so that's why I love having content creation days. Um, how I separate my weeks out for me now is Mondays are typically my CEO days. So those are days where I am specifically focused on creating content. Mostly for the week, I like to batch a couple weeks at a time if it's feeling like it's working for me. These are also the days where I look at updating like my expense tracking, emails, I'm kind of just like getting anything that I need done for my week out of the way so that I'm setting myself up to serve my clients the, the rest of the week. Tuesdays and Thursdays in my businesses are my client call and my client work days. So what I mean by that is obviously if I have any of my one-to-one -one client calls, any EFT sessions, any of my group calls, they're going to be placed on those days. And then all of my clients, I review all any and all of their materials. So if there's anything for me to review, those are the days that I focus on reviewing that as well too. So my clients always know Tuesdays, Thursdays, if you have anything for me to look at, those are the days that I'm going to be diving into them. Wednesdays for me, again, it's usually a creative day. And so this can be anything from creating again TikToks, creating more podcast episodes, um, creating more oh my gosh, Instagram posts and and getting that all done if I didn't get everything done for the week. Cause sometimes I'll have days where like I batch a lot of TikToks. <laughs> reels is what I meant to say. I'll batch a lot of reels and I don't get all of the captions written. So then I'll go and write the captions. Like I mentioned as well, Thursday we move on to it and that's a client call day. And then Fridays are my more relaxed day. So on this day, I allow myself to sleep in. It's Fridays that I usually don't start work until noon. And this is where I kind of like to clean up loose ends. So anything that I had going on for the for the week that I really didn't get done. I also love doing live trainings in my Facebook group as well as on Instagram on Fridays. It just feels good. It feels like a conversation because it is such a relaxed day where you kind of start your your day with me. And I also love to wrap up the concept that I was talking about for the week. So again, Fridays more of that loose ends and it's sometimes too that I actually find Fridays I love working at night and I find myself being really, really creative at night. So I'll do lots of work on upcoming um, trainings or this is where I'll update uh, copy or emails or create new like email funnels and that sort of thing. So yeah, Friday is just more so what I don't really set this has to be done, but it's okay. What didn't I get done this week? What feels good for me to do? And if I do want to do any other work. So that's the other thing that's totally optional for me. And I found a structure structure like that has worked really well. I also know a couple other people who they really like having like Monday and Fridays as their, their content creation days. And then they'll have their Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be their client focused and their call days. Like really you can set this up in whatever way feels best to you. So 
it's like totally dealer's choice on how you want to do it. I just found that that's what works really, really well for me personally. I really, really do. Um, the other thing that has helped me a lot is understanding, and this kind of comes back to simplifying business as much as possible, and it's understanding what my income producing activities are. Because quite honestly, there'll be some days that I will sit down and this is actually something that's, oh, okay, this is coming through too. Um, I actually don't plan, like, like I said, I kind of have the focus for what I'm going to do for the day, but I don't actually sit down there and say, okay, today I'm going to get this done, that done, and the other thing. I rather like to look at my, at what I want to get done, um, accomplished over an entire week and I'll write that down and then I'll allow it to fit into whichever day it feels best for me because if I sit down here and say I want to complete five different posts and write all the captions on Monday and then on Wednesday I'm going to focus on doing a new training and then on Friday I'm going to focus on writing out emails for a new offer or something that I have and then when I sit down on Monday I'm like hmm well I don't want to write a single piece of content today this feels gross but I feel excited about talking about an upcoming offer or updating the slides in Canva for this live training I have coming up. I allow myself to go with that. And what I've found for myself when I start planning on a weekly basis instead of a daily basis, I not only get everything done that I needed to do, but I actually get more done, which is kind of cool. Um, then the next thing as well too is if I am feeling complete resistance, I no longer sit and suffer at my computer because I think I should be working. This is the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur. If you, it, it's not conducive to you to try and force yourself to do something, not with your energy, not with how that energy is going to come through, through and what it is that you're trying. <coughs> Sorry, I have something stuck in my throat. <coughs> I apologize. Not with the energy and what's trying to come through for you. So honestly, sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is to walk away from your computer and the, or, or the task that you're doing completely. Give yourself some space, give yourself a hot minute. And if it feels good to come back to it, then come back to it. And if not, table it. And this is why I love understanding what my non-negotiables are and holding myself accountable to them. And what my non-negotiables are are understanding what it is that makes me money in my business. And so I know that when I produce content, people see my content and they reach out to me. I know that when I prioritize engagement and engaging with my community and being in the DMs and talking to people, lots of those conversations ends up like end up turning to be potential client conversations. So as long as I am posting consistently for myself and whatever level of consistency that is and that I have agreed to. And so for me, my non-negotiable is like five posts per week, right? That, and if I do more, great. But it's kind of like the, I can, I can bump five posts out with little to no effort, right? And then the next thing is that making sure that I am spending time engaging, building my community and spending time in the DMs because I love the conversations that I have that happen in the DMs. And it's those two actions right there, as well as selling obviously on my stories that make, I don't even wanna say most of my money, but all of my money. So look at that for yourself and see what it is that's really bringing the money in and then start to see okay, are, am I spending or am I wasting my time doing other things that are like nice to haves, but not need to have? So do you actually need to have a landing page for your offer? 
Or do you get everybody for your offers by you talking on your stories? Is a website a need to have or is it a nice to have, right? And it's starting to analyze that and see really where your clients and customers are coming from for you and making sure that that is where you're putting your priorities and your activities on a daily and on a weekly basis. And this is honestly why, and this is kind of how how this all ties into together for this week, why clarity is so important and why I absolutely hate the how it's shoved down our throats. You just need to be consistent because consistency without clarity just causes you to burn out, right? How many of you right now can resonate, resonate, resonate? <laughs> We're making up words now. Resonate with doing busy work and getting to the end of your day and not actually knowing what you have to show for yourself, right? Where you are showing up consistently, but no matter how consistently you're showing up, you're not consistently getting clients. So with that, consistency probably isn't your problem. Clarity might be, and it could be clarity on exactly that. What are my income producing activities? How do I structure my days so that I can actually work less and make more? What is it that I know, like how can I start structuring things in a more streamlined process so that I don't feel exhausted and burnt out all the time and I actually have, I go back to the basics of building my business for me to give me more of this time freedom that I actually want. Because so often we end up building these businesses to create more freedom for ourselves when we actually end up working even more than we did in our corporate world. That's not why we started it. And I get like building a business off the off the hop, it does take it does take grit. It does take a lot of hard work. But there are ways that you can simplify it for yourself and really honing in on your own individual strategy, clarity on on your messaging, on how you stand out where everything starts to be easy, right? Without the clarity truly breeds the way to consistency. If you want consistency in your business to feel easy, focus on clarity. And that is exactly what I help you with in my one-to-one container where we can simplify everything that you're doing and quite honestly, shave hours off of your day, if not your weeks, that you feel like you're working and having nothing to show for it, where we really get to streamline the process and what you're doing, where we get to hone in on who it is that you serve and how you speak to them so that content doesn't take you hours upon hours per day. It can take you a few hours a week where batching just becomes your new normal, where you can show up on your stories, feel inspired about something that you want to sell and know exactly how to speak about it in a way that connects you to your audience and vice versa and get them bought into what it is that you're doing, where they feel like, holy shit, where has this offer been my whole life? This is exactly what I need. Where do I sign up? That's exactly what I help you do in my one-to-one container. So if that sounds like something that you need, if you're ready to expand into your next level to build the foundations of a six-figure business where it also gets to feel easy, I would love to help you do that. So you can shoot me a DM on Instagram or go to the link of my bio to set up a call to see if it would be the right fit for you. Like, honestly, these calls are very, very, there's like no pressure at all. It's just us having a friendly conversation to see if I can help you and if I would be the right person to support you, support you alongside in your business. 
If not, there's absolutely no pressure for me and you can ask anybody that's done a call with me, okay? And so really, just wrapping this up is that clarity is this whole not-so-secret secret to being able to work less while making more. Consistency without clarity, like I said, it's a sure way to burn yourself the hell out and your business with it, where you actually might question if you're cut out for the life of an entrepreneur because here you are doing everything that you were taught and told to do and then some, and it's still not working. And it's not that it's not working, it's likely that you just aren't clear enough on a few things. Who you serve on their psychographics, on connecting their emotions to how it's showing up in their days, and then also on you on you on as a brand and how you stand out and how you and your offers are different than anybody out there because without that you can be consistent all you want but your message is really just blending in because if you feel like you are sounding like everyone else and you don't know how to differentiate yourself you likely are and there is a very simple way in which I hope you come out of that really powerfully and really quickly three questions actually, and it's absolutely going to change your life and your business. So again, if you are in the business of consistency, you are really just in the business of keeping up and I'd rather help you stand out. So if you're ready to blow your business the fuck up, get super freaking clear on yourself, on your business, on what your income producing stress income producing activities are and create a custom strategy for you that allows you to work less while making more, I would love to have a conversation with you. And if you love this episode, tag me, let me know, put me on your Instagram. Would love to share you on my stories and we will see you here next week where we do start diving into what are the three main areas in your business where you can start finding more clarity now. Hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at I am Jess Quasney. We'll see you back here next week.